At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, Facebook Live, YouTube podcast listeners? Welcome back. Hey, how you doing, sir? What up, man? Not much, brother. Just uh, getting ready for the old iCast, you know? Yes, it's right around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, we're, uh, shoot, today's Thursday. We're a little less than two weeks away. A little less. Looking sure forward to it. Fun. It's always fun down there, you know? I was almost Sorry, uh, go. What's that? I said I was almost, I was almost okay to go. Yeah, almost. a little... A little disappointed in you on that one, but that's all right. That's all right. It's not why yeah. we're here. No. <laughs> uh, boys, girls, uh, if you're watching, uh, go down in that lower left-hand corner, hit that share button. Let's get some folks in here. As we're going along, talking, if you guys got any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat, and we will get those answered for you. We got Mr. Sturgeon Steve Carroll in the house tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about a number of different things, some uh, cool stuff that Steve's got going on, and uh, obviously he's known for chasing big sturgeon, but he also chases other fish as well. Um, but he's he's been doing some cool stuff with some cameras, some trailers, things like that. Uh, not sure how deep we're going to get, but um, definitely want to touch on that stuff, and uh, should be a good time. Should we get him in here? Should we make him wait? We should, we should he he had a little little camera camera audio issue. Actually, the camera was fine. It was the audio that he suffered yeah. on. But <laughs> let's get him in here, Mister Steve. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. Finally, glad to get hooked up with you guys again. Sorry about that audio problem earlier, man. It was just one hey, thing after another. That's what happens when you live in the middle of nowhere, bro. You you can use that excuse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, Steve's a return guest. We've had him on a couple times. Obviously, we uh, we talked heavy about sturgeon fishing from a kayak and stuff like that, man. But uh, for those that may not know who you are, let's uh, let's get a little background on you, man. Where you're from, uh, how you got into kayak fishing, and all that good stuff, buddy. Yeah, sure, sounds good. So, um, I'm from Caldwell, Idaho, just on the outskirts of uh, Boise, and um, you know, I got into kayak fishing. Um, God, it seems like a decade ago now, but, uh, just started out catfishing, right? Um, just catfishing from a kayak on the snake river. And then, um, got into some, a couple of bass tournaments just on the old lifetime tamarack, right? That's everyone's favorite boat. That's, that's what gets you hooked. The first, the first kayaks, like essentially free. Um, and then, uh, I, I just, I fell in love with the sport. And once I realized that, Hey, we had sturgeon in the snake river and 
it all just it all just came together for me. It was just taking one passion, tying it to another passion, which was uh, kayak fishing, tying it to surgeon fishing, and then we wound up with some a couple of near death experiences, and then we learned a lot. We moved on, <laughs> and uh, it, it's it's been a ride. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I guess it's you know it is the middle of the summer, man. But I think it's a it's a good story, and I know we talked about it one time, and uh maybe let's touch on that again because i think there's a valuable lesson in that you know and i'll let you two kind of tell the story but i will preference this like i have never heard jay is scared distraught as he did when he called me after this that whole incident went down um but you know you were prepared you knew what was up and uh you know, obviously you're still sitting here today. So that's obviously a good thing. So maybe run us through that, man, like cold water gear, stuff like that. What went down and how that all worked out. Yeah. So, um, oh man, that was just a, that was a heck of a day, but it was a day that we had prepared for. So that's the most important thing is preparation is you got to dress for going in the water, especially when you're targeting big game species, right? Um, I think this was in November, Jay, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, we have one of those river illusions where the current's going one way and the, the wind is going up river. So it gives you that odd effect that the water is actually staying still. So you get, uh, complacent on, you know, what's actually happening with the water. Um, I think this was Jay's second time or third time out and we had a hard time on his first trip hooking up with the fish and landing so you know we were getting a little greedy we had too many rods out and uh we essentially got tangled up and you know we just had the the sterns of the kayaks on the on the shoreline and the bows were just kind of out in the water but out just enough to to be problematic and as i'm sitting there trying to get one of the lines untangled um i feel like i'm not in any kind of danger and then all of, a, all of a sudden, I hear Jay just go, Steve. And he, he said it in a way that was like, I knew what was happening next. I look up, and I'm, I'm already going over. And <clears throat> I flip over. I'm in my dry suit. The water's 40-something degrees. The air temp was pretty chilly that day. Um, and we, we, did, we did have a, a good breeze, like a 10 to 15-mile-an-hour wind. Uh, so none of that was, was helping. But... Uh, we're both wearing life jackets. Um, I had means of escape on my life jacket. I had, uh, uh the NRS, uh, co-pilot knife. I also yep. had, uh, some fillet knives and some scissors all handy, but, um, boats upside down. I'm, you know, it's a pretty steep drop from where we're at on the bank to a, a 40 foot drop. And I'm just trying to stay calm and collected. And all of a sudden I start feeling the, the sturgeon lines, which are heavy, braided lines or i think we we're fishing with monofilament at that time it's 60 pound mono and i could feel it stretching across my back and i'm like we gotta i gotta get out of the situation the kayak's upside down i'm in this heavy gear and i told jay just throw the rod just get rid of it just throw the rods so we we threw one of the rods in the, into the water we had uh, two left um eventually we got turned right side right got flipped back to where we needed to be and uh all the rods went in the water one of them was leashed off. That was the one that was in front of me. And then I, we got one, we reeled one of them back in because it was still tangled up, but we did, we did lose one, one expensive setup, but you know, all the sturgeon weights, baits, all that stuff just gone. But well, uh, I think, I think the thing is too, is, you know, you're mentioning all like, we you know what's going on, but what they're not hearing is that we were in a, we were in a 40 foot hole. It was a really strong eddy. Um, like, so it was like a turbine where we were. Cause remember everything kind of just got turned around super quick. That's why the lines got tangled. And yep. if you would have went out, the current was so strong. It just would have took you out from where we were. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a, it was sketchy. It was, I was like legit scared at this point because, you know, I had, I had dried lowers, but I didn't have a dry upper and I had a stupid duck hunting jacket on. And I'm realizing now that, like, if I go over, I was like, I'm going to take on water quick, and I am screwed. 
and it was cold. It was super cold, if you remember. That, like, it was just too rough where we were. But, yeah, I mean, when and when the rods came out, I had I had two rods in both hands, or, or, like, one rod in each hand, and they were pulling me from one side to the other, and then I'm, like, having to make decisions, like, you know, because you were first, like, don't, don't drop the rods, don't drop the rods, and I'm, like, uh, I don't know what to do. Like, the kayak's right here. You're right there. And I'm, like, uh, so I let one go. <laughs> I think I held on to one, um, and then you swam over, and I kind of settled it down for a second because it was, like, obviously, you know, you're like, holy crap, I'm in the cold water. Thank God you wore the dry suit that day, the full dry suit, Um, because, remember, that was, like, kind of a last-minute decision, I think, to use that one. Um, Yeah, uh, I was uh, planning on hopping into the Sidewinder bibs that I've got, and I was like, you know, it's it you better be safe than sorry right you got the equipment it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it oh yeah so well and i think too like one thing you guys didn't mention is you guys are in the middle of nowhere like far away from civilization right well we're oh yeah by a highway but like nobody's gonna see you and i think there's like one house over there right steve and we don't even know if anybody lives there full time yeah no it's uh cutting through the middle of farmland the highway does run adjacent to it but if if there was a situation you know it's just the guys that you have with you that are gonna gonna be able to rescue yeah. it you, you have to be able to do deep water re-entry and uh you know you have to be able to assist anyone that's in your party to be able to get back into their boat and just have the right gear got to be ready to, to to go into the water and staying calm is 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 so critically important uh especially in a, a dangerous situation like that but uh um, you know, a lot of good takeaways from it. Got a lot of good lessons learned, uh, more of a respect for the water. Cause you know, it, it, it's a, it's a devious one, right? You know, when you got the rip, you got the river going one way and the wind going another, it creates an effect. I don't know what the name of that effect's called, but it makes it look like it's still. Yeah. And it gives you a false sense of security, but underwater, just right on the surface, it's a ton of current. Yeah. Cause getting back was murder. I mean, it was, man, I think because I was in the pedal drive and you were in the CUDA. I yeah, I was in the CUDA I, HD. Yeah, so I'm not ever going to be in a CUDA, but uh, <laughs> I've never really trusted those ones anyway. But uh, I don't know. Me and that CUDA just don't get along. But um, but I was in like the CUSA HD or uh, FD at that point, And I'll tell you what, that current was bad. It was probably how many the rough one of the roughest times i've ever had going back i mean i walked some of that in the water in the bibs because i just couldn't pedal against the current it was just so difficult hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain your feet are carrying the load without the right boots you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge at midway usa we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier with just a few clicks of a mouse you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. MidwayUSA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of kayaks, you know, I've since gotten rid of the CUDA HD. It was a great boat for me when I was uh, 50 pounds lighter, uh, but I since moved up and, uh, you know, picked up a big rig. I actually bought that big rig off of you. And uh, so now I got the two pedal drives, the big rig and the, the, the Kusa FD. And I, man, I really wanted that color pattern, that green and black. I think it's called Wicked and Jackson only yep. made it for one year. I think it was 2019 or yep. I think it was yeah. 2019. 2019 for sure. So, yep. yeah, I remember. Yeah, she caught, a, she caught a couple hundred feet of fish now since I picked it up from you. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh right on man well i know uh like that wasn't the way we initially thought we'd start this out but i mean you brought mention to it and i i mean it's it's always good to re- go back and revisit that stuff you never know who it can help in certain situations you know what i mean yep absolutely right on man <clears throat> yeah so oh go for it no go ahead go ahead so we uh you know i was going to I was going to talk a little bit about that, that trailer setup. So that boat, you know, I, I'm from Idaho. Jay's from Illinois at that time. He, he moved clear to Tennessee now, but that trailer that I brought out to Illinois to pick up that boat, that's the trailer that I made all these modifications to. And that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about today um, is being efficient with your time, being efficient at the ramp, being efficient on the water. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've done a couple of uh, accessory upgrades, some thinking outside the box, that are that I believe are ideas that are going to really help anglers, um, especially on the tournament scene, right? We um, we just had the NRS open up at Door Shack, phenomenal fishery, um, just beautiful. If 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 heaven has a bass fishing lake, it's it's Door Shack. Nine pound smallies have been caught there, just tanks. So NRS and David Foyt and those those guys they put on this open, and it was just a phenomenal event. I think there was like 44 anglers or so um you know big big prize package payout you know if the if the nrs boys are watching thanks again for that that was incredible but uh what i realized is when we were up there um i've got a single single wide jet ski trailer and when you're tournament fishing man you have to you have to be efficient at the ramp you can't be sitting um at the ramp trying to unload all your stuff unload all your rods unload all your gear and get them staged and then launch your boats you want to do that up in the parking lot. So I was thinking, how can we do this so that we can load all of our boats in the parking lot and then just wet launch and away we go. So come tournament morning, we're hitting the water and getting to the spots we need to get to. And that makes all the difference. If you're trying to fish some points that are right within launching distance and you're trying to beat the next guy. Um, So I sent a a link to a couple of pictures and I want to talk about that here for a second. If you guys are able to pull some of those up, um, taking a, a single wide jet ski trailer and, and building out these rack systems that allow you to put both boats, you know, one on top of each other. So you get the fuel savings, the fuel efficiency, you get that both boats riding in the draft of the car. Um, but you also get the benefit of being able to take it to a double wide, uh, so that you can launch all your uh, gear. You can stage all your gear. You can get all that going before you hit the water and that made a huge difference for me and my uh, my co-angler uh when we out, went out to went out to door shack kyle fitzpatrick he took uh, fourth place up there he had a tank of a smally 20 and a half inch uh during the tournament my pattern fell apart i wound up way down in the way down in the sticks but uh you know it happens right <clears throat> but um yeah so this uh this, this rack system is is all thinking of thinking outside the cage and it's a it's a solution that I'm planning on uh, building kits for as a bolt-on kit and selling it on the open market. So so what we're looking at here, this is um, oh the picture that we just That's had up right. was yep. So that one there, um, there's a lot of guys that uh, know the Shorelander name when it comes to trailers, right? That's that's the 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 most popular single wide jet ski trailer, and that's what this is. This is a single wide jet ski trailer. Well, how can that be, right? You got two boats sitting side by side. Isn't that thing going to tip over? Not exactly. If you look up on the left, you see we got a rod locker. I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. Um, that provides enough counterbalance um, and stability to get that thing up and down the ramp. Both of those boats, we can launch them without even having to strap them down. So this is a pre-launch morning, or I think this is one of the pre-fishing mornings. Uh, got all of our gear set up. We got that uh, that new Black Pack Pro from from Yak Attack. That thing is incredible. Um, and if you cycle through to a couple of the other photos, uh, probably to that sequence, we can see the you know how the how the trailer is staged and how it uh, uh, folds apart. To, to give you that benefit of that turning double setup. <clears throat> this is All the right. sequence, right? Yep. Okay. So this this guy here, 
this is, um, you know, if we're able to zoom in just a little bit, we can see we've got some angles on this on this trailer. We got this cage that's on this trailer, and uh, we got an accessory set of bunks. And <clears throat> what happens is we take those arms right there. Those arms will fold out 90 degrees, and they'll drop just a little bit lower. And you pin them with some three eighths over center pins. And those accessory bunks that you see right there on the 45, those get mounted to the two arms that come out to the side of the boat or to the side of the trailer. And those get pinned to the two arms that come out. Now the 45, if you go ahead and flip through the sequence, you'll see how this plays out. Uh, let's see here. So those fold down. Yeah. Okay. And that go the bunks go right on top of those arms. Yep. So you see those uh, see those bunks just sitting there right on those arms. That forty five right there that allows me if I'm taking my daughters out um, to drop that boat down from the upper down to that lower launch point just all by myself. Um, makes it a, a whole lot easier than how I was doing it trying to load the the bow up and then pick up the stern and then and and then go that way well and especially too because like that's a coos fd up top there man that's not a light boat i mean what 120 pounds or something it was something like that yeah they're like they're like 130 with that seat and everything on there and the the yeah yep that's true so those uh those racks allow you to take that upper boat slide it down those 45 degree rails and then stage it on the accessory bunks. And now you have a, um, a turning double is what you can call it. Actually, we shouldn't call it that. I think some, there's a trailer company that has a turning double. Um, but just a single wide jet ski trailer that now allows you to put two boats side by side that gives you the benefit of staging all your equipment before you launch and having the ability to wet launch everything. And when we were testing this out, my buddy Kyle, he actually rode in the Kusa FD on the side card on the side arms off the ramp. He didn't even have to get out of the boat, just pulled right up to the parking spot and away we went. That's pretty badass. And you said that's, that's just a, a that's just a bolt on thing that you came up with, correct? Yep, that's exactly that's correct. Yeah, so this is a shortlander trailer. I keep talking about that, but a harbor freight trailer and a shorelander trailer, you see a lot of guys who are in that price point who want the benefit of having the speed um, of, of being able to launch both boats at the same time, but don't want to spend, you know, buku bucks on, you know, a custom double wide trailer. A, it takes up so much space in the yard. B, they're expensive. Um, and, and C, the, these shorelanders, I mean, you can pick them up for three, 400 bucks, uh, used, you know, across the country. Same thing with those Harbor Freight trailers. So what this solution is, this is a, a rack solution that I'm, I'm planning on launching here in August uh, to go in addition with this rod locker system. We'll talk about here in a second, but the whole rack system allows, or the whole rack system has been purpose designed uh, to serve many, multiple different needs. So those 45s, you know, they assist with bringing that boat down. They're also acting as a, uh, a staging point for that accessory bunk because it's super important. You don't, you don't want to just put the kayaks on, on steel rails because, I mean, they're super slippery. You want to use, um, uh, what, is, what is that, that coated, those coated two-by-fours. It just seems to stick, seems to grab the boats enough where you don't have to strap them down when you're, when you're going to launch them. There's sure. no worry about them. No worry about them. Uh, you know, sliding off if you have, uh, you know, like a steel rail that you're mounting to. Those things are pretty slick. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the carpeted bunks. Carpeted bunks. That's that's it. So that's the slick, other, th- thank you. The other thing that we're really excited about is this rod locker setup. So I got a couple of photos, and I'm going to go into a, an in-depth video, a launch video here in a couple of weeks. Um, this will be available for, for retail sale here coming up soon, but this takes um, rod staging to a whole new level. So that rod locker does a lot more than just 
hold 12 rods. It's got uh, compartments on the inside that are uh, designed in a way that you can have uh, three inches on the uh, on the right hand side of additional storage space. So if you've got lights, um, I think in one of these photos I'm showing a uh, an LED mounted to a Panfish Pro, so that you know if you're launching in the middle of the night or the twilight hours or the early morning, you can have that light that you need. But you can store all that extra equipment right there in your rod locker. Right there it is. There's the uh, there's the Yak Attack Panfish Pro, and it's that I tell you what that little arm, that little Panfish Pro is something else because it swivels 360. Yeah. So you can put one of those little cheapo Amazon LEDs on there with a quarter twenty thread, and you can you can light up the night, you can light up the ramp, you can see everything. And having that lock and load system down below allows you to pivot that light uh, any degree you want to to really get the get the light that you need. So we're trying to knock out a couple of uh, problems at the same time: early morning tournament launching with the light and then rod staging and then kayak launching. So this, this system is a system that you can buy where you can buy the racks, you can buy the locker, or you can buy each one of them individually and make your kayak trader your own. That's what this is all about. This is what kayak fishing has always been about is really taking um, what you have and making it your own rigging, rigging a dream as they say. Right. So this helps, you know, you don't have to buy a full on brand new purpose built trailer. You can buy these racks and bolt them onto the side rails of your, your existing trailer. And you buy this rod locker and just set it up on those racks and away you go. You are AJ squared away. You've got, uh, you know, room for 12 rods. You got room for additional accessories inside that locker. You can mount so much stuff to that, the top of that box, uh, tons of sticker space. That's another thing. If you've got a bunch of sponsors, you could just load that thing up. And the whole thing only weighs 85 pounds. Now, when we talk about those eight inch PVC rod lockers, right? An eight foot section is going to come in around 45 pounds, probably 50 pounds with the the two end caps. So it's really not that much more than a traditional eight inch PVC um, uh, rod carrier in terms of weight, but it offers so much more uh, capacity and so much more functionality. and what, it, what you don't see is when you drop those doors open, I think if you go back to that one where you show that door open, um, you got you got a table, right? You got a, you got a table yeah. where you can stage all your gear. You can stage tackle boxes and you got a condiment bench up there. So how I use this up at Dwarf Shack was, you know, I had one of those little propane grills and yeah. I've got the Orion just right there on the tongue. So I've got all my food stuff ready to go just through the grill on the, on the on the door there and had all the condiments up on top i mean there's there's so much more you can do with it and that's what this is is trying to get the most value out of uh the the equipment that you have right the rod locker does multiple things the 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 yak racks do multiple things um and it gives you that benefit of the fuel savings of that both those boats having a narrower profile uh right on top of each other just right in the vehicle draft um doesn't consume as much real estate in your backyard if you had a double wide jet ski trailer you could have uh, you know your traditional single wide and just buy these rack systems and away you go that's super slick man super slick i just wanted to point out the best part of this this whole photo right <laughs> that's it just saying. Just saying. Just saying. no dude yeah. it's uh go ahead jay go ahead I was going to say, since the, like, since the box is uh, steel and obviously the rest of it, I mean, you can get like those aftermarket magnet lights that you can put on cars and stuff, and you can use that as well. I mean, um, you know, it, it looks super sturdy. And I, and I should mention, too, like Steve actually has a pretty vast knowledge of metals uh, and tolerances and all that good stuff. So the stuff that he's building is stuff that he's using himself um, and testing out in real time. Um, so anything that he's going to make in the future is definitely be tried and tested and it's within specs that the, the metal can actually handle. Right. Absolutely. Yep. And, uh, you know, we design for manufacturing, right? So a lot of processes, we try to, uh, nest as many parts, pieces onto a single sheet as, as possible, trying to reduce labor by uh, going with that heavy duty riveted construction. 
Um, these are some, these are hard, hardware that we put on our diesel generator enclosures that we, you know, we provide three megawatt, four megawatt backup power solutions for uh, big data centers like Amazon and uh, Microsoft and, and so on. So th this, these are all components that have been tested, have been utilized for the past few decades. Uh, they have a proven track record of success. And all we're doing is taking the same, the same software, SolidWorks, uh, to, to, to model all these components, to lay everything out in the flat and to get CNC uh, laser cut components. Everything just forms up, bolts up, rivets together uh, like it was designed that way. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. It's lightweight. It, it is just everything that I ever needed in, in terms of, of rod storage. Um, and I'll do a deeper dive on my, on my YouTube channel, Surgeon Steve. On, on YouTube talking about uh, the actual launch date of uh, when this will be available to the public, but it's going to be competitively priced um, somewhere in that uh, Yakima uh, rod locker range. Cause it's, you know, it's not cheap. Steel's not cheap, but um, and neither is labor, neither is the, the powder coating, but you know, what you're going to wind up with at the end of the day is a, is a more versatile product and uh, it's going to offer more solutions for storage. Uh, containment of all your other components like uh, your, your 360 uh, light, uh, your Panfish Pros, your, your all your rods. Um, it, it can just do so much more. Plus, it's universal left and right hand. So if you wanted to mount it on the right side of your trailer versus the left, you can just swap the internals um, and and fasten them down, and away you go. Well, I like that that you made it so it's it's virtually bolt on for any any trailer. You know what I mean? Um, as far as like the rail, the rail system for the staging platform and, and, and the box as well, man, like, uh, I got a few ideas on where I could mount that either on my trailer or on my truck, you know, which is pretty slick. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, a. Uh, thank you for that. It's, it's one of those things where there's a, there's a need for it, right? You see a lot of these, uh, other boxes that guys will take two of them two four foot boxes side by side, cut the middle out. But those are big, heavy 10 gauge boxes. Those are boxes that are used for hauling, you know, uh, cutoff saws, big hammers, big drills. Yeah. You know, they need to hang. They need to be able to handle all the abuse going down the highway. This is a, this is 16 gauge uh, material uh, galvanil. And it's uh, just a, just a hair under a 16th of an inch in thickness, but because of how tightly compact and how uh, for how, how we've bent the components it offers just a, a rock solid uh, uh rock solid solution that thing is you're not flexing it it's 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 i want to say bulletproof but i know you can shoot 316 gauge but yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know in terms of what we need it to do it's it's definitely serving a, uh, a very specific purpose it sounds like you just challenged jay to a duel he'll he'll try <laughs> shooting through that 16 gauge steel <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tempt him to try shooting through something. He gets excited. I know which one I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, see. Oh, that, I but, think from a security standpoint, that thing is going to do really well as well. Because I mean, you can use regular locks on there, right? I mean, you can. Well, yeah. Some pretty tough stuff to get through. So the the recessed handles offer two locking solutions, right? You have the keyed version, or they all come with keys. They all come with their own keys but you have the ability to not only key lock it but you can put a padlock over the t-handle as well so you can actually have two locks on the same handle hmm. that's pretty <clears> slick <throat> man <throat> well i mean too right like everybody knows about you know the yakima rod box right and and the one thing like i like i have one personally the one thing i don't like about it is you know, security, like we're talking about. Yeah, it's got a lock on it, but at the end of the day, it's plastic. Somebody could pick up a rock, smash it, and, you know, 13 rods are now gone and in somebody else's hands, you know? Yep, that's uh, it's a big concern for everybody, right? It's just having that, having that level of confidence with your gear, you know, having something that, you know, somebody's not going to be able to break into, uh you know, when you're, you're parked at a hotel and, you know, a sketchy part of the country for a tournament, you want to know that you don't have to bring all your rods inside. You just want to know that they're, they're safe. They're ready to go. They're going to be able to enjoy the ride. 
securely and safely. So I, I zoomed in on this handle and lock. So obviously you get the key lock and then what you could put a padlock up above the handle there. Yep. Right where your mouse cursors are just above it. You see those two little Chrome deals there. Yep. Um, those will, those will pull out. Those are, those are spring loaded. So they'll pull out and that'll give you the opportunity to put in uh, whatever lock you can, whatever lock you want to, to fit in that T handle. So in addition to right. just the regular key lock, you can put your own master lock or your own uh, pad paddle type lock on it that's cool and you got yeah. two of them obviously uh, one on both sides of the box it's sweet yep 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 um, so yeah. go ahead go ahead sorry yeah that makes it universal right so you can take it left hand or right hand nice nice i want to take a second to talk about this uh farm all tractor i mean uh <laughs> you a farmer oh and a cat i didn't even notice the cat in the background bro <laughs> <laughs> here i am trying to be a smart like ass and i go to zoom in <laughs> zoom in on the tractor and i notice the cat my bad, my bad. yeah no that's uh yeah yeah that's a 1942 farm all cub uh it's the smallest tractor that farm all made and uh, the thing actually runs. Uh, we hooked up the utility trailer to it in the wintertime. And uh, that's what we go around town or in our little area singing Christmas carols on. The kids just absolutely love it. And nice. the one next to it, the one next to it is my son's. It's a it's an orchard crawler. It's a it's a tracked tractor. But when my old man passed away, he left every single one of his grandkids had a had, had a tractor. So um, he was cool. an avid collector down in California. That's super cool. Super cool. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to get sidetracked there. I'm, you know, just me being uh, <laughs> me being me. But uh, super cool stuff, man. I, I look forward to seeing where this goes, man. And I, and I love the idea because, like you said, there's so many times, and obviously we see it all the time online, like damn kayakers, you know, clogging up the ramp and stuff like that. And, you know, I've always been like you, I like to rig up my stuff in the parking lot as you're getting ready and then just go down and launch the kayak. And this makes it super, super easy, which is sweet. I like it. Well, the, the, the benefit is that you can have an affordable solution to give you those, uh, the, the high dollar value trailer, uh, benefit of you know having a, a big double wide right but you could have it in a small package and you can still stash it in your backyard without it taking up too much real estate right you want that thing to be as compact as possible but you also want it to be secure you also want to be able to have uh, the reliability of it and that's what these uh, the, this racking system provides what the, the solution that it provides gives you the benefit of that having that ability to launch both boats side by side and you can stage all your equipment right before you even get to the water and that is a huge time saver for, for, for putting in and pulling out. Yeah. I would say that's probably where I get most annoyed is I just, you know, with all the stuff we got on these kayaks now, it's so hard to get everything like, you know, uh, uh, what's it called like, well, set up, let's just say even station. Right. And I mean, I just remember pulling my truck down all of a sudden I'm pulling stuff out of crates, throwing it off to the side, hoping I don't forget something. And then I pull my truck up. And I go back down and put everything on the kayak that's pulled off to the side, you know, and then you got people waiting on you. And it's like, I, it just drives me insane. I miss the days of being able to launch from a trailer. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I'll tell you what, it, uh, when, when it comes to tournament fishing, I would, I would 
confidently say that most mistakes happen at the boat ramp, right? When you're in a hurry, you, you, you forget stuff. Uh, there's been a couple of tournaments, man, I forgot my catch board or, Oh man, I forgot. I forgot this. I got to go back to the ramp. Well, yep. being able to stage in the parking lot gives you that time that you need to make sure that yes, you are AJ scored away. You have all the parts and pieces that you need for your, for your tournament day. And you don't have to second guess yourself. You, you know, you're hitting the water with everything that you need. Super slick, man. Super, yeah, super a, slick. It's a great setup, Steve. Really, it is. I mean, I, I don't know why nobody's like even thought of it. You know what I mean? It's because it's when you see it now, it's, it just seems so obvious. But at the same rate, you know, not so much. I mean, it's, I don't know. I dig it, man. It looks really good. It looks like very functional. Um, you know, it's where you can, you know, like you said, launch two boats at the same time. Just, uh, again, just the trailer launch, the trailer launching aspect is just the best for me <laughs> at this point in my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It saves the back, the arms, yeah, the legs. Like, yeah, it's, it's huge, huge being able to wet launch. I know when, you know, I, I think it was just this year I started messing around with uh wet launch in my kayak off my trailer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, this makes life so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so like much the first less work. Like when I first saw somebody kicking a kayak out of the back of a bed, like with PVC tubes, like <laughs> off of it, and it just slid right in. I was like, "That's amazing!" <laughs> like, yeah, why why I why that? that? <laughs> that's killer. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's Door Shack right there. That's a beautiful lake, man. Oh yeah, all the camping out there is great too. I think there's a photo in there of our camp spot that evening. Right there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, this is the place you go to get away. Cell phone reception is non-existent. I mean, you're just one with nature. Beautiful, beautiful area. Northern Idaho. Um, hey. Just Ponderay, Coeur d'Alene, Dorshack, that whole area. Hey, Steve. Um, Yo. As far as far as that cooler goes, um, are you going to be offering any bolt-on options, you know, bolt-on options for coolers as well, like that one? absolutely yeah oh you know there we didn't talk about all the other accessories um but there's a there's a whole line of things that i'm I'm coming out with that i've used uh in my time on the water from specialty camera mounts to uh custom uh custom racks uh to 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 everything in between you know we just put a pretty big emphasis on the rack and rod locker system but um having a cooler on the trailer tongue man it is amazing a, once you extend your tongue, that trailer tracks so much better, it, hands down. If you have a three-foot tongue, boom, make it six foot, save yourself a ton of heartache. So much easier to back up, it tracks better, plus it gives you the opportunity to put so much more equipment just right on the front. And having a tr- or having this Orion, having the Orion cooler right there on that tongue um, allows me to use J-bolts to bolt that thing down to that uh, down to the tongue. So it's, it's not going anywhere. I've driven thousands of miles with it and uh, with no issues, right? Love that cooler. Love the placement on it. And accessibility is, is king. I use that cooler so much more now because it's so easier to access. Instead of having to lug a big cooler around in the back of the vehicle, it's always on the rig. Uh, it's always on the trailer. So, yes, that, that, that uh, pad system down below, um, there will be multiple sizes available uh, for purchase as well. Uh, where you can uh, buy it's a two by two 12 gauge formed uh, galvanil angle with uh, uh, a expanded metal mesh under uh, underside so it's not going to sit there and collect water uh, it'll have a bolt-on system for you know three by three tongue trailers or three by two tongue trailers and it, it's it's been a huge game changer I, it gives me the right working height too uh, for for tying up rods um, just one more working surface, one more flat surface when you're out there getting ready to launch. Well, not only that too, right? Like Jay, how many trips have we gone on and we usually got one, maybe two coolers in the back of the truck and it just, it takes up a bunch of room in the bed of the truck. Now that freezes. You're constantly sliding in and out. It's like not, yeah, it's accessible, but it's not, I guess, you know, where depending on how you got, what you've been through, throughout the day or like past couple days sometimes i think it's buried a little bit 
Yeah, yeah, totally agree, man. And this takes all that crap out of there. You know, that's what I love about it. And I've seen it too, where like, you know, people put like those cargo boxes similar to what what your rod box is like on the front of the trailer, so you can throw extra gear and stuff in there, which is nice for sure because you could leave. You know, again, leaves more storage room. Or, or in your case, right, Steve, because you were driving like a crossover SUV, I think in that that one photo when the when you had the boats rigged up right oh yeah the yep cx9 yeah so now you're freeing up more space in the car and for some of you road warriors that sleep in the car like having to pull stuff out of the car in order to sleep in your car there you go that saves that much more room you know well there's also this i think steve used to pull that thing with a mazda (laughs) <laughs> yeah well you know when gas is almost almost six dollars a gallon you know you, there's no shame in pulling it with a little mazda 3 when you're trying to travel a thousand miles round trip yeah. so this brian mazda 3 we are technically off-roading in some of these places i'm not using technically we are absolutely off-roading and this little car is so low to the ground and we're driving in some like back-ass parts of idaho you know, I mean, as far as like, you wouldn't take a car down these roads, is what I'm saying. Sure. Like, sure. You, you think truck, like, you know, absolutely truck. <laughs> but here we are pulling a trailer with a couple, you know, a few kayaks and some gear on there. And I mean, that little Mazda dude was making it. So, you know, there's something. <laughs> you know what? When there's, when you can get 30 miles to the gallon in that thing, pulling both of those, I, it's a, it's a no brainer, right? So I you know I prefer yeah. the CX9, uh, but, you know when I'm when I'm going by myself and it's just just my my own on my own trip. I'm not taking anybody else. I'll take the smaller vehicle. Just get that much better gas mileage, right? Because that's another thing, man. Uh, I want to spend money on more tackle and spend money on more rods, more equipment. I don't want to spend money on gas. So fuel savings is a huge thing for me. So how can you get something small like this to have to to live in that draft, that vehicle draft, to get the best, most efficient profile? Uh, so you're not, uh, you know, you're not spending un- unnecessary amounts of fuel. Oh yeah, can't beat it, man. Can't beat it. Yeah, it it looks good, dude. I really like the way it looks, man. It's nice, super and slick. Yeah, nice and compact. You know, it's still DIY. You know, and you could still do other stuff to it. I mean, I already see. You know, you got your lights. You could do LED lights. Uh, you could the magnet lights. You could bring out a little uh, power cell and just have some external lights. I mean, you can, you know, you could put a winch on there. I'm sure you could do all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, there's plenty. Absolutely. Of that's what, that's what it's all about. Rigging the dream. Right now. One of the things that I'm going to add to to my locker is I'm going to be adding a, uh, a couple of crossover racks, small ones, the thing. So the, the, the dimensions of the box are 97 and a half inches long. Uh, it's seven inches deep at the main body, uh, 13 inches high. Um, but I'm going to put these little racks on the top that allow me to put one of those 10 foot by 10 foot pop-up tents and I could just strap it right to the top of that locker and boom, you know, if I'm, if I'm going camping and I need one of those pop-up tents, that's one more thing I don't have to throw in the back of the CX-9. I can just have it right there on the trailer. That's, that's so huge, dude. Being able to, like I said, going back to the cooler, just being able to save the room and the truck the car whatever whatever vehicle you're using you know super huge because i mean man there's been so many trips i've gone on and like my bed is stuffed full the back of my truck cab is stuffed full of stuff and if i could put half that stuff on my trailer oh my god And, and have it bolted down or or secured down it's uh super good man super good yeah i would even go one extra too like uh um because i've seen plenty of guys do this if you jackknife the trailer and the truck a little bit you can hang uh, a, a kayak from your trailer to your truck so then you can just sleep right by your truck too sure what sure 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 <laughs> get a get a little hammock set up <laughs> yeah that's what i would think like if there's like a little islet or something but yeah whoever just posted that you're right Cause that's because I did that to mine and it was cool, you know. But this one looks. I, I like this one. Uh, it's different um, than mine, and I really like the setup of it. And 
the and I'm just at an age now where I just don't want I just want to like boat launch. I mean, if this keeps up, it's either I'm getting a boat or I got to figure out how to do it with the kayak. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty much that simple. Like I'm, I'm just tired of pulling stuff out of crates and hustling. And I'm just I'm just over it. I'm just super over it. Um, and I just want things to be a lot easier. And this seems to solve a lot of that. I remember the days of trailer launching. I mean, and that's what it's like. You you get to take your time. You can still screw around. You know, you don't forget stuff. And then when you're good to go, you just you know, boom you're in the water and off you go yeah, oh, yeah. I, I knew who posted that by the two beers at the end of that comment it was uh big daddy aka john rap i need to call you john i'm not avoiding you i will call you buddy but uh no man it's dude i just love it you know that's what's great about kayak fishing right is a lot of this stuff has been like diy you know customization on the fly you know we see things that could serve better purpose in areas and stuff like that man and that's how majority of these kayak accessory companies got started i mean like look at luther for instance uh you know it all started with that high vis you know uh light pole you know for those guys going out at night you know in the I think it was the Atlantic Ocean or something, if my memory serves me correct. They needed some kind of light, so, you know, they didn't get run over by boats. Now look at Yak Attack, right? Mr. Mm-hmm. Riggin the Dream here, Sturgeon Steve is taking over that, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it, it's super cool, man. I, I love that aspect about the kayak fishing community, man. It's just some of some of. You know, I think it's almost every other day, right? Like we're scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, and we're like, oh, look at the way this dude has his boat set up. Or look at the way, you know, Steve's got his trailer set up and things like that, man. And we all pull from those ideas, which is super cool. And Steve, what you came up with, man, is super, super unique by far. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to talk to the guys that that want that that functionality, but need that affordability the guys that 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 can't go spend dedicated money you know three four thousand bucks on a trailer you know you can spend a lot less and get the same functionality and be able to do a lot more especially with that rod locker setup because it's got a lot of flat surfaces i mean you can mount tons of things to it you can poke any amount of holes in it that you want put any kind of accessories any kind of lights on the inside any kind of racks on the top it's really all about making it your own rigging it out however you, however it best serves you i want to kind of go sell my yakima trailer now and just get a jet ski trailer <laughs> well i actually i had bought that trailer um off of a guy right just right out of his front yard he was getting ready to haul it off to the dump and uh i think i spent like 40 bucks on a trailer and uh put a new tongue on it welded the tongue on put some fenders on it and I'm really not into that trailer for very much money. And you're going to find deals like that all over the country. Also takes a little bit of elbow grease and, uh, you know, some bolt-on solutions. And then you have got a tournament set up that is, you know, you're, you're, you're ready to rock. You got your cooler set up. You got your, your rod lockers. You got your, your, your stagers. Uh, you got your wet launch functionality for two boats. Um, and the other thing, too, is, you know, if I want to take that upper boat off, I can un pin that upper rack system and now i can put a cargo uh rack up on top for for additional gear so if i'm making sure. a long haul to like a national championship or whatever um you know i'd put that cargo rack on there and just have all that extra space so nice. that pin, that pin concept of pinning your bunks down of, of pinning your your arms you know it, it 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 offers so much more flexibility on what you can do with it in the future Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, do we want to move on to the next thing? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, just got a ton of things that we've been working on, right? Um, a lot of <laughs> You want me to times... play the video clip first? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that. All right. All right. Let me let me share that up and we'll we'll play this. It's so, only a couple seconds long. So before we get into it, though, I need to give uh, uh, credit to Mr. Josh Dolan. Uh, he is one of the most dedicated anglers I've ever met in my entire life. And this guy is a phenomenal 
video videographer, phenomenal drone pilot. This guy is a hundred percent chasing his passion. And he put this promo video together for chasing these big alligator gar and these big uh, white surgeon out here in Idaho and in, in Texas with David Graham. So um, this video clip that we're going to watch is from Josh Dolan's have rods will travel uh, YouTube channel. And um, he's got some big things coming. He's got a big series that is, is in the works. And this is just a promo clip from that. So I want to show you this, uh, this super unique shot that we got uh, with some of the equipment that we designed here in Idaho um, that gives you a, a perspective that no one else has. You really don't see these shots anywhere else on, on, on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram. Uh, these are one-of-a-kind shots, and we make the camera rigs to make these shots happen. Here we go. <laughs> Big old eight-foot surgeon just swimming by. Let's have rods. will travel. Let's... That's Josh, Josh Dolan right there. So how, how many casts did it take for him to end up with that sturgeon in the, in the boat trader, America's largest boating marketplace offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from sell, find and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit boattrader.com to get started in the shot after the cast. Well, um, I'm going to say it was, it was all done in one shot. Right. But <laughs> we, we all know that there's some, some, some very cool video uh, cinematic uh, editing that has to happen in order to really be able to tell a story efficiently. And um, in, in this particular shot, it was a casting shot, a sinking shot, and then an underwater eat shot combined together to make one seamless. It looks like you, you cast the, the camera from the boat and then you stitch that together with another underwater shot. And then you stitch that together with, uh, you know, some footage that you have of some fish swimming by, but together, you know, it tells a story of this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. This is what we're fishing for. This is how we're doing it. So in order to make that happen, you know, we're in the river, we're in the current and, um, we're able to get these shots because, uh, the, the 360 cameras that have come out lately, you know, they're, they're incredible. You can do so much stuff with them and you need a mount to be able to put the center of gravity in a way so that you can get that shot without all your uh, gear in the, in the frame. And then you also need another camera rig to be able to put that camera in current down at the bottom of the water um, with bait attached to it. Right. So you need all those, you need all those different devices to be able to get shots like that. And that's a, you know, I don't, I don't have any on hand or back at the house, but um, those will be available uh, later this year as well for, for purchase. If you want to get uh, a couple shots like that and some underwater shots, um, those will be available. I need that in my life. Actually, I need my cameraman to come back yeah. <laughs> to get those shots, but uh, we won't bring yeah. that up tonight yeah we'll be near each other uh, a couple weeks right i don't want to hear your bullshit excuses <laughs> how, how far away do you guys live from each other now uh nine uh, hours oh my god yeah that's what i nine said. hours that's what i said he could have moved like, just over the border 45 like six away half hour 600 away. round trip in the <laughs> truck <laughs> who knows yeah I, I know like it's uh yeah it's at least Two Phillips, I think, on the way. Yeah. Up and down. Nice knowing yeah. you, buddy. Nice knowing so, you. Of course, Steve is 24 hours from where yeah. I used to live. Yeah. Right. And now we'll tack on another <laughs> nine. You know? I bet if you hopped in an airplane, uh, it'd probably take you about four, four and a half. Steve's yeah. got an extra boat with a sweet trailer set up. You guys could launch yeah. at the exact same time. <laughs> Get all rigged up in the parking lot, and you'd be good to go. See, that's Problem right. Solved. Hey, Jay, solved. you know what? It's it's your old boat too, you know, so it'd be right See? at home. See, <laughs> see, it's like it was meant to be, bro. It's like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. 
love it love it steve we uh we appreciate you hopping on tonight man and dude so much cool stuff you got going on and i look forward to uh, all the detailed video and stuff and i dropped your youtube channel link in the chat and uh for those of you listening on the podcast platforms i'll put that in the show notes as well so you can go find steve's channel make sure you sub to that so that way you're following and getting those updates as he's releasing it and stuff like that do you have a website that you're putting up where people are going to be able to go and purchase this stuff or like how's that going to work yep it's uh it's currently under construction right now uh i I don't have a domain but i have my uh um an e-commerce guru that's working with me right now to uh to get the money shots that we need the, the the sales footage uh and also to be able to handle the back end stuff, right? All the payment processing um, and, and to get that actually launched. So I'm expecting to have um, that launched in live sometime around in August um, so that people can, you know, start buying this equipment, start buying these boxes and these, these racks and these bunks and everything uh, so that they can get ready for the 2023 season. But uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the market's there for, um, you know, guys that, need an affordable solution to give them that that top tier functionality that just i mean there's a void and that's what i'm feeling love it love it uh shout out your uh, social medias man so people could uh follow you there too bro perfect thank you yeah it's uh so on youtube it's sturgeon steve uh just sturgeon steve and then on uh, uh instagram it is uh scuba cuda 86 scuba cuda 86 i started out i started out doing all the social media stuff on the on the cuda 12 and since i put on a couple of pounds i've (laughs) since graduated from the cudas so that's where that name came from nice nice (laughs) would you change your name to jay what yeah you put on a couple pounds you probably change your name too right Uh, I'm kidding. You probably lost weight, dude. You've been in Tennessee hiking and mountain biking, and I mean, I want to be, uh, you know, more of an optimist about it. But I mean, I'm going to be a more of a realist. Uh, kind of the same. Uh, the so same. We're, we're, I've done really good. I've made some poor decisions otherwise. <laughs> On the back end, so it's really just a balance um, that I'm just trying to keep. You know, I got a rep. You know what I mean? I mean, if I turn up, people are going to be like, is that dude sick? I mean, they're not going to know what's going on. You know, they're not going to answer a bunch of weird questions. I was like, no. Nah, How long does Jay have? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I was like, you know, it's like, you know. So I'll just Oh, man. Them, you know? Love it's it. Like, I'm, I'm an old man now. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Right on, man uh steve very much appreciated uh love love all the new stuff and uh, it's cool uh wishing you nothing but love the future with the the endeavor man it's going to be super cool uh thank you very much i appreciate it no problem brother jay final thoughts steve once you get everything rocking and rolling come back on yes we'll we'll help you do an official launch uh with everything and you know, that way we can get like we'll probably have better pictures and all that to present. We can actually bring your site up and show people your site. Absolutely, um, yeah. No, I really, really appreciate that. Matter of fact, Brian, one of these lockers is coming your way, just so you know. So I need your address so that when we, when we talk again, you will have one of these boxes and you will have the experience and all the pros and cons. You can say what you like about it, what you don't like about it, and uh, you know, firsthand experience, right? Steve, you are the fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I've been, I've been slipping up lately. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Uh, no, I love it, man. I love it. I look forward to it, dude. Uh, very much so. Uh, boys, girls, if you came in late, you could always go back, rewatch on the Facebook, the YouTube. Uh, this gets uploaded to the podcast platform. Should be live in about an hour or so. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate all of you tuning in tonight. Uh, next week, we're going to do a little iCast preview. We're going to have a few people on and uh, talk about some things we're looking forward to seeing down at iCast this year. And uh, we want to hear what you're looking forward to hearing at or seeing from iCast. And uh, obviously, myself, Jimmy Skinner, Armando Salah, 
Uh, I know John Rapp's going to be down there, a whole slew of folks, Nicholas Beltran, uh, Mike McKinstry. So um, we look forward to seeing you guys all down there and, uh, you know, bringing you some live content. But we're going to do a little iCast preview show next week. Uh, So be sure to tune in for that. We're here live every Thursday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. Till next time, boys and girls. Tight lines. Smooth path. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jig Masters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.